welcome to the Book of Wellbeing podcast, a place to help you to understand, manage and improve your mental health and wellbeing, where you will find the knowledge, guidance and tools you need to improve your life and where you can build your own wellbeing toolkit to take with you whenever you need it. Today's episode is focusing on sleep. Sleep's the foundation for our overall health and our wellbeing. It's essential to all of us. Its purpose is to recharge our body and our mind, to rest and restore energy. Like we charge our phones and fuel our cars, we need to charge and refuel ourselves. And sleep is how we do this. Some of you might sleep without problem, and that's great, but a lot of people do struggle with sleep, and most of us at some point in our lives will. It can be really difficult, because if we don't get enough sleep, then we don't function mentally and physically to our full potential. Research out there varies, but most adults need between six and nine hours every night. Some of us sleep too much or too little. Some of us struggle to fall asleep or to stay asleep. We're more sensitive to stress and things like anxiety and low mood when we're running on empty with not enough rest. I had never really experienced insomnia before 2020. I'd had phases where I couldn't switch off and it took ages to fall asleep and always been awake early. And then I did experience real sleep problems and I just couldn't sleep. And it was really difficult. I knew a lot about sleep and I'd helped other people through work with their problems, but I'd never really needed to focus a lot on it myself. And then I made it my mission to work hard and change my patterns, habits and routines and put new things into practice because I really needed to sleep. And I'm going to share those things with you. If you get into bed, fall asleep relatively quickly, sleep soundly for around seven to eight hours, then awaken feeling fresh and jump out of bed without struggle and with motivation, then we are safe to say that you're sleeping okay. If not, then maybe you have some things to work on. We're all different and sleep difficulties are really common. So anything you experience in the sleep department is also really common, I can assure you. You're not alone. So what does sleep actually do for us? Sleeping better improves our mental health, including our anxiety and our mood. It gives us energy. It improves our physical and mental functioning. When we sleep, that's when our memories are processed and stored. So when you hear the saying sleep on it, it's actually quite true because when we've slept, we think clearer and our memories sharper and more accurate. Sleep is really important for our physical health and our overall well-being. Now we'll go through steps to improving sleep. First, we'll think about general lifestyle things. And you've probably heard this before, but it's really important for a good night's sleep. Exercise. We need to move. We need to exercise through the day because if we don't, our bodies aren't tired. So if you spend a full day in the house not a lot of moving about and you're struggling to sleep there's a good chance that that might be the cause because your body is not physically tired so exercise is not just important for 
our physical health, we actually need it to be able to sleep properly. And when I say exercise, I don't mean hardcore cardio, even just walking is good enough exercise. Our diet is really important for sleep. So the main parts um, to think about is caffeine, reduce caffeine. Once I drank a bottle of Diet Coke, not thinking anything about it, it was about eight o'clock at night. I never slept till early hours in the morning and I didn't realise that actually Diet Coke is full of caffeine. Um, so try to stop drinking caffeine maybe mid to late afternoon if you're struggling with your sleep. Late at night, don't eat lots of sugar and big meals because this doesn't help sleep if you're struggling with it. Equally, during the day, we need to eat enough because we need to fuel our body in order for it to get tired. So a balance is really helpful. Nicotine and alcohol are both stimulants. I'm not preaching and judging because I've smoked and drank myself. If you're struggling with sleep and you do smoke or drink and you can't stop, try to reduce this or at least don't have a cigarette close to bedtime because that might be affecting how you switch off. Equally, if you're drinking alcohol, just be mindful because you might notice that you don't have as good a sleep as you think you would if you have a drink. And the final lifestyle tip might be hard for some people stop napping so if you struggle to get to sleep at night or stay asleep and you nap through the day this isn't helping this is making the situation worse because it's affecting and reducing the quality of sleep you have at night so as difficult as it might be cut the naps and now steps to a better healthier sleep so i've put together eight steps here all of these small steps put together will make a big difference to the quality of sleep that you have and they really do work. So number one is routine. We need to give our minds the message that we are shutting down for the day. So ideally two hours before we plan to go to bed we need to start unwinding, we need to start relaxing. We can even do things that are boring as long as they're not stimulating our minds. Our sleep likes pattern, um, so we need to keep regular sleep hours and we need to go to bed roughly, not every night, but roughly the same time most nights and the same for getting up in the morning. We need to be getting up at the same time in the morning because this will improve the quality of our sleep if we're giving our minds and our bodies a pattern and a habit to follow. We love habits. Step two, alter the environment to so the room that we sleep in. We need to ideally keep it cool. If it's too warm, it affects our sleep. Do you have your heating on late? Do you need to turn it off earlier? You need to open a window if it's quiet enough. The room needs to be kept dark. Um, so if you don't have any blackout curtains or blinds, do you need an eye mask? Because is the light coming through too early in the morning? Step three, spend as little time in bed as possible. So if you're not planning on sleeping, try not to lie in bed. And this is because the more we lie there and try to sleep or ruminate, 
the more we start to associate that environment as a negative place rather than a place of rest. So where you can help it, try not to spend too much time awake in bed. Step four, go to bed to sleep when you feel tired. So if you struggle to fall asleep, it might be that you're going to bed too early. Try to stay up until you feel tired and your eyelids get heavy. Step five, if you find that you worry a lot when you try to sleep when you get into bed, that's the time our brain decides to remind us of all the things we've got in our lives that we need to worry about, then write them down and put them aside. And this isn't about journaling, which we might come to in another episode, but this is just about getting it out of your head onto paper somewhere else. And this physical movement of putting our worries somewhere else can actually help us to switch off. So write them down, put them aside. Step six, don't clock watch. So once you've got into bed and you probably have an idea of what time it is, don't look at the clock because when you look at the clock, your brain tells you, I can't sleep. It's three o'clock in the morning. I've only got X amount of hours left to try and sleep. So try not to look at the clock at all. And this includes going on your phone or tablet because this will keep your brain awake more than you think. So we need to avoid them around bedtime. Step seven, if you can't sleep and you're lying awake for a long time, get back up out of bed for 30 minutes and do something, either relaxing or mundane. Iron, sit and read, do some other slow moving task. Get up for 30 minutes and then go back to bed and keep repeating this until you fall asleep because this really works. And step eight, when you wake up, get up. So the more we spend time lying in bed, either on our phone or ruminating or trying to wake up, what that's actually doing is making us feel less motivated and lethargic. So when you wake up, get out of bed straight away because this will help to waken you up and help you to feel motivated for the rest of the day. Moving on to the toolbox for today. It's important to remember that some of the other tools from previous episodes and ones to come can also help with sleep so I recommend that you try these but the two that I have today to focus on sleep um, do actually really work they're helpful the first one is tell yourself not to go to sleep so when you're lying awake and you can't sleep and you're struggling your brain's getting stressed out because you can't sleep so you're becoming frustrated and down about it so what you do instead is you tell yourself do not fall asleep stay awake and then what this does is it actually exhausts us because it's too tiresome to stay awake when we do the opposite to what our brain thinks it's going to do sounds strange but it does work second tool is called the paradise method so sometimes when we can't sleep we're overthinking we're ruminating and our brains making up all those stories that we can't quite let go of so we need to put our focus onto something else distract ourselves from those stories and that overthinking so for the paradise method as with any relaxation type technique you need to try and relax your face and your body so let go of tension because you'll find that when you're not sleeping you're probably tense once you've done this you need to start to slow down your breathing deep breathing because when we're stressed we tend to 
take quite shallow breaths and we need to slow this down because this helps us to relax. So let go of tension, deeper breathing. And then you need to think about somewhere that feels like paradise for you and use a visual image and also use your senses when you're in that place. So for me, it would be a type of beach. I won't go into full details because it'll take a while, but just think about somewhere that would be like paradise or a relaxing place for you and try to visualize and experience it just for a short amount of time, maybe 30 seconds and see if this helps you to switch off. If it doesn't, try it again. Focus on letting go of tension, then you're breathing and then thinking about a place of paradise. Try it. Sometimes it works. My final piece of advice for you today around sleep. Before you go to sleep, forgive everyone. No matter what's happened through the day or the week, the month or the year, be at peace with them to give your mind the peace it needs to shut down and switch off. This forgiveness doesn't have to be for them if that's too hard for you, but do it for you. It's amazing how much resentment and dwelling we can hold on to at night about things that have happened with other people to try to learn to forgive before you fall asleep we've reached the end of today's episode i hope you found some of this stuff helpful in the next episode we'll be focusing on law mood and how we can overcome this have a nice week thanks for listening